0: DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. It's time to bring in Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman. He's joining us on the Smart Rain guest line. Best of State winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties who sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Visit SmartRain.net or call 877-346-3333. Nick, good morning. Good morning. I don't even know if I'm supposed to introduce you as a center anymore or as a guard. You've played it all. I thought you settled in at center, and I turned on the game Saturday, and they're raving about your ability to move over, and the line doesn't miss a beat. So yeah. how should I refer to you now?
1: Uh, I'm just off as a lineman, man. Whatever whatever my team needs, whatever whoever needs this, that's what I'm going to play and do.
2: Yeah, because what what positions haven't you played on the offensive line?
1: Uh. I've played them all. I've even, I've even blocked out of a tight end set uh, as a tight end in Colorado back in the day.
2: <laughs> oh, that's
0: nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, come on. Tight end. I see you sliding <laughs> to the back of the end zone, showing off your athletic ability. Cam maybe overthrows it a little bit, and you show your hops. Fingertip catch, drag a toe. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, One day, man, we'll
2: see. Yeah, you're better (laughs) than Keithy. I already knew that, man. (laughs) Oh no, no. As far as looking ahead to the NFL, uh, how much do you think this will benefit to you, for you, for your versatility that you've shown while in college?
1: Uh, You know, I don't, I don't try to look ahead much. I understand that you know it will be beneficial to me, but uh, you know, I'm more, more worried about what I got right now because if I you know get lost with what I have ahead of me. And I mean, this is going to all fall apart, so it's important adjusting what I have now and doing the best I can.
0: There is nothing as dangerous as thinking you've made it. hmm Does Kyle tell you that all the time? Is that one of the things the coaches are on you guys about?
1: A hundred percent. I mean, the, he's built this program to go week in, week out, 1-0, and, and, you know, we understand where we sit and where we are, but that's like it's exactly like the NFL question you just asked me. This this team's not gonna look forward to where we're about to be. The only thing we're looking forward to where we're about to be is this Friday. We're not looking down the road to December, we're looking down the road to this Friday and playing at Stanford.
2: When a position change is made, now it's very unusual during the season to have it. Obviously, it's done more frequently in the offseason. But in this case, how much consultation was there with you to make sure this is something that you're comfortable with?
1: About two days prior to the game. and <laughs> It was like, uh, yeah, you're going to play left guard and we're going to bump Paul in. And Paul, you've been waiting for this moment. You're a hell of a player. And Nick? as you know you're, I trust you a lot in this room and I know you can get the job done enough. yeah hey Paul Miley let's go man let's get it man
0: did you talk to him about uh, taking a breath before he snaps the ball because I thought of the story you told us about being hyped up by the crowd and some of those shotgun snaps weren't as good as you would have liked and Cam Rising caught those two snaps but there were a couple there that probably weren't as good as anyone liked you tell him, take a deep breath I had the same problem
1: yeah, exactly, which, I mean, I, kn- I know I helped him is just having another center out there, especially the ones who's made past mistakes and, um, you know, grew from that, and also, uh, you know, toot my own horn, but, you know, as a talented guy, and he that's what he constantly tells me. You know, it helps him out, and it's going to be good for him in the long run. And, I mean, at the very start of the game, he had that mm-hmm. high snap, and I looked at him, and Cam was like, hey, can you, hey relax, Paul, you got a high snap. I looked at him. I said, hey, Paul, let's, hey, I know you're hyped up right now, but let's, let's take a deep breath. Let's walk, walk to the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, because it's a real, real tense guy, mm-hmm. so I told him, you know, I know we like to jump up to the line, but, you know, let's breathe slow. Walk up to the line. line. And Coach Led did an awesome job switching it to an under, under center snap to get his confidence back under him. And then we went back to shotgun, and before we went out there, I said, hey, Paul, just breathe, get out there and relax, do your thing. And, you know, he started fixing him and settling in.
2: So even though you move then you'd still take upon the same type of leadership role uh, not to be in the center but being in a different position but as far as you being a leader along the offensive line and really for the for the offense and then taking it a step more for the team that really hasn't changed anything
1: yeah a hundred percent I mean uh, i I talked to all the boys on the sideline and made sure they were calm and you know contained and also had fun with everybody and including the skills as well, and um, even, you know, just telling Paul to breathe and calm down. But when it came to, like, coming up to the line of scrimmage, I try to uh, be quiet and, uh, you know, let Paul run the show because he was that center. Um, You know, there's a couple of miscues that, uh, you know, happened on the field, and I corrected them. You know, I I changed, uh, you know, where we were working, what we were doing, where we were sliding. Uh, but for the most part, I just let Paul run the show and he did a hell of a job doing it. And, you know, I feel like that, uh, that's just a way of me showing my respect and trust in Paul is sure. letting him go ahead and, you know, take over.
0: So I thought I knew the answer to this question, but when we were talking after the USC game, you were telling me about you, – you told us how you looked at the secondary and you knew the flea flicker was going to work because they won high and all that. So I'm yeah. curious, when you're running the ball – Do you know when you're lining up and you know where the protection's going, you know how you're blocking it, do you know before the snap that Tavion Thomas is going to break a big – or whoever's a running back – is going to break a big run? Or is it a thing where you're locked up with some guy, maybe the two of you have gone to the ground and, you know, it's a mosh pit there in the O-line, so you hear the crowd? I've heard, guys, I've had guys say, I knew when he ran by me, I could feel the air. It was like he created wind and he whooshed by me, I knew he was gone. How do you know when Thomas is running for, score, for scores, how do you know he's gone?
1: Uh, I mean, it's just a combination of everything. Uh, there's plays where, where it'll be a mock fit because, you know, that's how football is. And sometimes it's our coaches, you know, like it. They're like, oh, we don't care if it's four or five yard gain every play. We're going to go ahead and get that four or five yards and be bloody and all that. And, um, yeah, so, like, there's those times where, you know, you go ahead and get to hidden, and then all of a sudden someone starts yelling and you get up and you're like, oh. And then uh, there's other plays where you, like, look and you're like, yeah, like, they they are screwed. Like, they they do not know what's about to happen like once the towel had that big hit they were bringing up pressure and they, they exchange their personnel and I knew what he was pulling out to a smaller guy and I was like oh no he's about <laughs> to murder this dude and then me and Bam just collapsed that front side and I mean we were on the nine yard line and towel went and murdered dude and uh you know the whole west side of the line had everyone on the one yard line so we knew that play was over and then um there's also those plays where you're blocking and all of a sudden you just hear a car accident you see Fabian kill him, man.
2: <laughs> you're back on the road this week, and three of your losses all have been on the road in in conference, right? I mean, you won at SC, so it's not like you can't win on the road. Uh, I don't think that's uh, weak fair to say. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you did lose three games out on the road. Uh, is there anything to that as far as what you need to be aware of to make sure that that doesn't happen again?
1: Uh, I don't believe so. The past is the past, and it's something to learn from. Um, you know, and all those all those games were with talented teams, and, you know, both sides of the ball played a hell of a game. And uh, it's not like we have gotten blown out. There hasn't been a game where we've gotten blown out. It's just, you know, good competition. And I think that. Uh, you know, we're going into this game with the mentality thinking that, you know, we've got to get it done. And Stanford is a talented team, so we've got to respect them. I mean, they beat Oregon, and they beat USC. So they're fully capable, and we need to go in there. And if we play the game that we're capable of playing, I mean, the results should come out.
0: So, the offensive line had issues in early in the year, but now you're moving guys around a couple days before the game. You're running the ball really well week after week. Uh, my level of confidence to you is super high. Am I missing anything, or is the O-line at a place now where you feel like, hey, if we just do things right all week, we are going to look really good on the weekend?
1: pretty much that I mean you know we, we've we stuck within our own room um, that's the tough part about being off the line everyone will hate you and then everyone will love you and um, we kind of understand that and we understand that our teammates have loved us this whole time um, so they've had belief in us and uh, we're going to continue to improve uh, there's always stuff we need to improve on um, and you know just the communication and the finer details and uh the more game time reps i think helped uh gel everything together and uh, you know there was minor mistakes that we made that you know no one would have noticed on um saturday so we went in yesterday watched the film and got it all addressed and i'm sure today we'll go out there and address those problems right away and you know start ultimately game planning for uh stanford because even though those problems were the past they uh You know, there's something that Stanford could do, so we want to make sure that we fix them and continue to improve.
2: Does the fact that the conference is just so crazy, you look at so many different examples, Stanford beating Oregon, Cal beating Oregon State, Washington State's a double-digit favorite going to Tempe and win, does all that add up and to help you guys concentrate knowing that almost like anything can happen on any given, in this case it's a Friday as opposed to Saturday in this conference?
1: Oh yeah, I mean this this week is no exception. We know had a great game and now we're turning around. Had to come in on Sunday, fly out on Thursday, so you know we're essentially losing one day of preparation. We all understand that and are getting in there uh, a little bit early uh, on. You know the players by themselves and you know watching film, doing things, and that's just how the Pac-12 is. Pac-12 after dark. I mean, it's the, the Pac-12 is not a friendly conference. It's a conference of champions for a reason, so. I mean, on any, any given night, you know, you could have a top team beat you. You could have a top team lose. Um, so, you know, you need to go in there with the same mentality that, you know, not necessarily the the mentality we go in is it's never going to be an easy win. Uh, some people may interpret wins as easy, like this team is not as good, this team is not as good. But, uh, you know, we go in every week saying, you know, if we play to our capability, we should continue to, you know, dominate, and that's what we need to keep our eyes on. Dominate the teams and not lend the gas up because you know we need to dictate the tempo and control what's what we have going on versus you know playing just because. Just
0: so, looking at the Stanford Cardinal here, everybody runs for 200 yards on Stanford except for USC and Washington State. But they're built to throw it. They're not built to run it. But they still both ran for 100, and SC ran for like 185. So yeah. I'm thinking you've watched films, seen the stats, and you've got to be planning on a 200-yard week here, rushing the ball.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we love running the ball. That's what this bro- program's built off of. We love the ball, too. Um, and, you know, we don't get too excited because anything could happen in the pac like you said, I mean – UCLA was letting up 90 yards a game, and we got 290. So, I mean, it's easily reversible. Um, you know, maybe they stack the box. Maybe they start blitzing a ton. Um, all I do know is that we're going to run the ball. We're going to open lanes. And if those lanes get open, our backs are going to go. And if they start low in the box, then, you know, we better hope your secondary is good because the Tech protect, and our receivers are very talented as well.
2: I know you talk about 1-0 and each week. But come on, Nick, you're an LA guy. You don't dream of the Rose Bowl at all.
1: <laughs> uh, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Um, you know, there's always there's always time for fantasy and whatnot. Uh, you know, you may you may have a dream or two about it. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's, it, it is one and all. I mean, you um, know, you know, if everything goes right and you continue to go one and all, you dream should sure come true.
2: There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: how long did it take for you to get all the Kyle mantras down cold? Because it does seem like you have them all down
1: cold now. <laughs> uh, it didn't take me too long. And just like the way, the way my family has kind of always been that way too. Just blue and hard work, you know, one day at a time. And, you know, good things will happen. So,
2: Stanford recruits all over. They're not just uh, primarily West Coast or whatever it might be. But I'm wondering, do you know anybody well on that team?
1: Oh yeah, no, I know. I know a couple of people. I know uh, Elijah on the offense. Uh, Karene Reed, our linebacker, has a brother. He's their starting uh, outside linebacker at the end. Oh so yeah, there you go. That'll be fun. Yeah, that, I mean, there's, I mean, a ton of Utah boys. A bunch of people know that right. So It'd be pretty cool.
0: So, Stanford is not a place that packs a lot of people in. How different will the game be when it's a little, uh, a little quieter and not as uh, crazy as Rice Eccles?
1: Um, you know, it's always, it's always different. It always, you know, change the basic game. Um, but that's the thing is that's just the atmosphere. And we can't let that change the team's atmosphere. You know, we're going to go in there and the sideline is going to go crazy. We've already talked about it. Um, if your unit's not on the field, so if defense is up and you're a defensive replacement, you got to be out there cheering and, you know, once the the offense is done being addressed, go out there and start yelling on the defense, and vice versa. Have the defense yelling us on, and you know, when the, our offense players are on the field, you know, get them yelling. And that's what it's going to take is just going out there and you know, just bringing bringing that self juice, that self motivation, and um, really just turning up and then moose.
2: What do you think are some of the biggest differences that allowed you to go turn a one and two start into the success you've had? I think what four and one over the last five games.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, you know, the mentality coach was brought into us. And I mean, um, you know, it's all about adversity and, you know, moving on and, you know, working hard with your head down. I mean, we lost Ty and that, you know, that hurt us all. And we came back and, uh, raised his life. And determined that we need to get in the winter conditioning and this, and we start getting ready. Same thing when A.L.O. passed away. We, uh, you know, we were very hurt by that, but we understood that he would want us to keep going and pushing, and, you know, work very hard, and, you know, that's that, that's essentially what this season has been. I mean, you, you know, you start off, and, you know, you're doing okay, then all of a sudden you take a couple hits, and, you know, uh, just like a and Ty, you know, smile through and keep on pushing, and, you know, that's that's kind of the mentality we've taken of um, adversity because this team has been... No, this team has been through a lot. The individuals have been through a lot uh, as individuals everyone has their own story, but as a team, everyone knows this team has been through a lot and we uh, just kind of take that and you understand you know things with a grain of salt and you know, it may hurt, but you got to continue working this through.
0: So honoring uh, those guys between the quarters first and third quarter, they noted on the broadcast that after both of those moments, the game restarts the second and fourth quarter and both times you guys score on the next play. Both times you were in the red zone, so you're relatively close, but you know, you didn't necessarily have to score and you did. And from afar some people will say that's a coincidence. Other people will uh, will see something in that moment and see and feel something special. I'm I'm curious how it felt to the team and how it felt to you individually.
1: Um you know, as a team we do take notice of those things. I mean, even way back when, when we started having our first tributes and there was like, the 22-yard pass and everything. and uh, You know, we score after, uh, you know, the second and fourth quarter and all that. Um, you know, we do, I don't think not necessarily in the moment of time because we're so locked into the game and what we're doing and just honoring them and playing to the best of our abilities. But uh, we, we do understand, You could you could tell that there's, like, a strong emotion. There's a strong emotion for the entire day of the game, but it's just like a reminder. You know, it's like it's like having that picture of your kid at your work desk, like when you're having a tough day and you see it, and that you know, just gives you that, like you know, that little bit of a kick that you you knew you had. Um, and for me individually, I mean, I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, that's what I I think of you know, those boys every day, especially when I go to practice, and uh, a lot of us pray on the 22 yard line and. You know, just going out there and scoring and you know, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a great feeling just knowing that. You know, I know I know they'll be happy.
0: Nick, we appreciate the time. As always, good luck in Palo Alto, and we will talk to you next week. Appreciate it, take it easy. Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman, joining us right here on ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. We'll get into Stanford more uh, later in the week, PK, but uh, one thing to know here. For a coach in Kyle Winningham who believes you win when you run, and you lose when you can't stop the run, Stanford's had one 100 yard game rushing, and it was because a kid broke an 87 yard run during the game. Pretty easy to get to 100 if you can get an 87 yarder in the bag. And all but two teams have run for 200 yards against him. They don't run it well, and they struggle to oh, stop this the is run. Another
2: crappy team, and they've lost three in a row. They're full of crappy is, teams on their schedule this, this year. Is, this is all The only good up. team they played was BYU.
0: And the only good team they will play is Oregon? No. I don't even know that Oregon's good. Oh, come on. Oregon's good. They won at Ohio State. You've got to give them the least good. They're not great.
2: The only good team they played is
0: BYU. Blake Anderson, Aggie football coach, coming up next.